Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So I told Jim that I'm going on tour. Because if Bernie Sanders can write a book, it's okay to be angry about capitalism, and then charge $95 a ticket (laughs) through Ticketmaster to go see his show, I can do It's Okay to Be Angry About Bernie Sanders. Ticket prices will only be $55. We're finding a theater now. It's a steal. And we're going to take this across the country. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, good to be with you here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference presented by Relay Indiana. Charles Sauer joins us right now, economist with the Market Institute, marketinstitute.org. His book, Profit Motive, What Drives the Things We Do? Uh, That's available at Amazon.com, where refined books are sold. And it's got the blurb from T. Boone Pickens, and that's worth gold, young man. I, I T, the T. Boone get. I had been following him for a long time. He's a good businessman. The book is about the fact that people are interested in making a profit for themselves, and we need to know it. And so, to get T. Boone on there, one of the biggest profit makers, it was important for me. Yeah, but you also have Jeb Bush, so it's almost almost washes T. Boone right out. Oh, that is rough. Yeah, rough, but but maybe. But maybe factual. Check out the book, Profit Motive, What Drives the Things We Do. Um, so much of what has become the political conversation in America, uh, Charles, is the capitalism, anti-capitalism conversation. Yep. The idea that, oh, the oil companies are making obscene profits. Oh, the banks are making obscene profits. The insurance companies are making obscene profits. And obscene is never defined. A number is given... We hear the word record profits very often, and others who have nothing to do with the creation of the business dictate to us and and try to decide for us that that number is obscene. Has the number ever been quantified? Has there ever been a definition given to obscene? And are things like windfall profits taxes, well, profitable for anybody? Yeah, so uh, one of my former employers is actually one of those guys who's proposed windfall windfall taxes, uh, Chuck Grassley. He's uh, proposed it on oil companies, I believe. And uh, the answer's no. No number's ever been given. And in fact, one of the things that I find most interesting about the attack on capitalism and the attack on profits is they usually just say the number of the profit because it does seem obscene when you hear that the oil industry made two billion dollars that sounds like a very large number because it's a number that you and i probably aren't going to make in our lifetimes however when you look at it as a percentage of how much they invested or as a percentage of how much they actually spent to make that two billion it it becomes a small percentage and so i do think that if we had seen profits they would be uh either in hollywood where they're making obscene profits if we were to actually quantify it or in other industries but the industries that are attacked like pharmaceutical industry big oil big energy the profits uh, can't be seen as obscene. They are very large numbers, but as a percentage of what they're putting in, it's ridiculous. So no, never been quantified and never will. I, I make this argument uh, re- repeatedly, yet the argument continues to grow. And when we take a look at where the political left's doctrine stands, this was the doctrine of Bernie Sanders. 
And when Bernie Sanders was running against Hillary Clinton, they shoved him into a box. They, they wanted nothing to do with this. This was ridiculous. We weren't going to be labeled with the moniker socialist or socialism or democratic socialism or anything else. Eight years later, it is their platform. How did that happen? That the anti-capitalism, which is seen as sometimes late-stage capitalism, you'll hear that terminology. Yep. Me, I, I make the argument that any uh, uh, descriptor of capitalism is a bastardization of capitalism. It isn't actually the thing. How did it become their mantra? Oof. It's a good question. I want to start off with a, a story about how bad this is right now, though, and maybe we can back into it a little bit. So if we look at the Federal Trade Commission, the people that are basically in charge of uh, enforcing antitrust rules, we have at the head of that Lena Khan. Now, Lena Khan at makes AOC look like Ron Paul. Like, she is so far That's, left. That is a very descriptive statement. Yeah, she is so far left that it's hard to understand how far left she is. However, I will try. So when she first took over the FTC, one of the first things she did was change the mission of the FTC. And by doing that, she removed a sentence that said, preserve the free market system. She took that off of the FTC's mission. And so now the FTC is just out there. She's expanding merger, uh, the, the way that the FTC looks at mergers to not just figure out whether consumers are doing better, the consumer welfare standard that we've heard about before, but to also look if now labor and labor issues are being dealt with so that she can do, deal with the union aspects of it. So not only are you right that now the Bernie Sanders have been accepted, but they are entrenched deeply within the Biden administration. And so I think it's gone a lot further. And honestly, I do think it's AOC and the popularity that she has on social media, Bernie Sanders' popularity on social media, and the way that they get the youth. Talking to Charles Sauer, economist, the book, Profit Motive, What Drives the Thing We Do? Let's go back to the title, because when you hear about this idea of windfall profit, taxes when you hear this idea of obscene profits of course the objective in in the nomenclature in the language is to get fully pavlovian and equate profit to bad yes that's yes. that's the argument make the case why is profit good profit is not Profit is even different than good. I don't think profit is necessarily good or bad. What profit is, is everywhere. So everybody is out for their own profit. You're looking for some sort of profit. I'm looking for some sort of profit. Everybody at CPAC is looking for a profit. Now, profit doesn't always have to be money, right? Profit can be time, it can be learning, it can be time with your family. Profit for me is often money and it's often time with my family. But that's the idea. This is the way economists think about the world. And so it's why I put the book out so that people could understand that profit isn't necessarily good or bad. Profit just is. Everybody, everybody that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, your church, your teacher, your pastor, your wife, your kids, everybody is looking for their own profit. And so, yes, I do think we should push back anytime the Democrats try to portray it in a bad way, but we need to point it out in, in the way that says, what are these profits being used for? Steve Jobs is a good example. Steve Jobs made a ton of money selling the iPhone, right? And he made that money 
uh, selling kind of, you know, something that he was making twice as much as the phone. There's people that could call that obscene profits, but what did that do? That meant that now people that were in, you know, rural Africa could get health care because they could access information on the phone. People that didn't have access to a good education had access on their phones to all of the information in the world. And so smartphones revolutionized the world. Steve Jobs got rich, made a profit getting that out to people. And I think we should celebrate that. But I think people that believe that profit is good need to talk about those examples and how Steve Jobs, you know, it wasn't just the fact that he gave money away as a charity. It's the fact that he made money changing the world and making it better. That's what we should hold up. But when these people talk about windfall profit taxes and, and, and other things, what they are uh, believers in and what they want to do is engage in, in redistribution. Yes. Because their their belief is you've made too much and somebody else should get more, which plays right into from each according to their measure to each according to their need. It plays directly into Marx. This isn't even some far-fetched conversation or far-fetched theory or, oh, Tony, you're being ridiculous. A plus B equals C. It's, it's, it's right there. Well, this is what, what is their incentive to do this, right? Because when they propose these welfare, the these taxes, they're not, these windfall taxes, they're not looking to get rich themselves on taxing those windfall taxes, right? What they're doing and why I think it was important to write this book, what they're doing is looking at their voters and seeing that they can manipulate the voters into thinking they're going after the man, they're going to get them and they're going to tax them. When in fact, what happens when you tax a corporation, the majority of those taxes are taxed from labor. The actual employees are the people that pay those taxes. And so when you have a windfall profits tax, you're not like hurting the CEO and he's not going to lose his private jet. It means that the employees that work for that company are going to work less hours. They're going to have worse health care. They're not going to get the vacation days to spend them with their family. And so that's what we see as the problem with this. There's this disconnect. However, it comes back to incentives. They want people to vote for them, and they think that they're gullible enough to believe that the windfall profits tax is going to be for them. His name is Charles Sauer. The book, Profit Motive, What Drives the Things We Do. I appreciate you taking the time. I, breaking down this conversation to me is some of the most important stuff to get to the, oh, this is what some people and what some ideologies are all about. Charles, can't thank you enough. Really appreciate being here. Thank you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.